0: the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast, episode five, title, Building Business Relationships. I'm your host, attorney Kelly Bagler, still the queen of business law. You can interact with us on social media with Go Legal Yourself and find us on the web at com. This podcast is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business and knowing where you are, it's easier to become successful. Get ready for a life-changing show as we empower all business owners and entrepreneurs to dare to become successful. Today, we have an exciting show as we are talking about building business relationships with the one and only Brian Garrity with the Garrity Group and with Keller Williams. He's also the host of Big Daddy Radio Show welcome brian
1: well thank you for having me
0: well how are you i'm fantastic i'm excited to be here this is incredible i love this you were so booked out and i had to beg and plead to get you on my show
1: yes that's right (laughs) all the publicists they were coming to get me how'd you know
0: of course they were of course they were well we you by the way you are our very first guest well
1: thank you so much Thank you for honoring
0: us. And before we get started, you have to share your favorite attorney joke with us. Okay.
1: So, this lawyer is thorough. The attorney tells the accused, I have some good news and some bad news. What's the bad news, asked the accused. The bad news is your blood is all over the crime scene and the DNA test proved you did it. Well, then what's the good news? Your cholesterol is 130. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I guess you got to find the bright side in everything. You
0: exactly, made that a joke and a reality. Exactly. Wow. Well, there's something else that our audience doesn't really know about you. You're not just a typical business owner. You actually are a business owner with a law degree. I yeah. am. Fancy that. I can't believe that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So share with us, first and foremost, Brian, tell us a little about yourself. Okay.
1: So... We could be here all day.
0: I know. I would be like,
1: save it for the book. No, I.
0: Is there a book coming someday? Fantastic. It needs to be. I'll buy fifty.
1: Uh, you know, I will. <laughs> I, I I got you covered on that one. The no, but I've been in real estate for the last fifteen years um, with Keller Williams the last couple of years, and I have my own group, Garrity Group. We have a great team of people. But when I first was in college, my I didn't know what I wanted to do at very first, and then. Are
0: you saying you didn't know at the age of five, like, yes, no. truly?
1: I, I never wanted to be an astronaut. I never wanted to be that. Do you know how like kids have very big dreams?
0: They do all the time. And
1: I don't think I ever wanted to be president of the United States, although I wanted to be president of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and, anyways, we and said about that topic. So, but I, I did by the time I was. In college, I was always gravitating towards marketing, business, interpersonal relationships. So business communications is what I did. The perfect marriage. Got out of that and I thought, mm. and my parents would be like, why don't you go to law school? That's what you're meant to do. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to work. I want to do this. All, all these ideas that I had. I At the time, I never in my mind thought, oh, I'm going to be a self-employed person or I'm going to be a business owner, or I'm going to be responsible for others in that capacity. I always felt like I would, and my dad was a very successful vice president of a carpet mill. I don't know, growing up, that, that's the type of environment I was in. Mm-hmm. And so for them, for seeing me to take a leap into any type of entrepreneurship or stuff, that was a big deal for my family. They were scared of that. Like, you won't have a regular paycheck. but That's okay. I would become responsible.
0: By the but, way, we should we should let our audiences know that when you do become a business owner, a guaranteed paycheck is not around right. the corner. Right. No,
1: it isn't. It, it's, it's not. Right. I, I love, right. It's a whole different ball game.
0: It's basically what you kill is what you eat. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. True it's true, though.
1: <laughs> She's got that animal instinct. That's why I knew I loved her from day one. <laughs> But then I went through all the whole trials. I went, But I did go out at first, work for State Farm Insurance, got my feet wet there, thought insurance companies were the devil. I'm like, I'm not doing this. No way. I'm too consumer-oriented. Um, went to law school. It was all right. I did well. I just went out, practiced transactionally, um, but I just never just never had that full click i still wanted to keep doing like the marketing being with the clients the consumers i did not want to be stuck in a book lexus nexus research hey back in the day when i went to law school you pulled the books you, oh, weren't, yeah. you, you weren't going on the computer <laughs> you did legal research the old-fashioned you way you
0: actually went to the library you went to the library you I left said. your house and you went to the library all day
1: mm-hmm. all day for days so by the way brian
0: did, did law school teach you how to become a business owner
1: no <laughs> Absolutely not. Law school didn't teach me how. Real estate school and real estate, so what happened? I had health issues. I was in the hospital. I was reevaluating where I was at in my life. Things were okay but successful, but I just wasn't I just wasn't all the way happy. And I don't know if that was a dynamic of being not feeling well, what was going on with me personally in terms of medical. I really wasn't sure, but I knew I wanted to change. And I had a friend that kept saying, you'd be perfect for real estate. And I'm like, what? Are you <laughs> kidding me? And they are like the scourge. I, I I felt that way at the time. I was like, that's the last thing I want to be. He's like, well, why don't you go make a difference? Change it. If that's really what you think, get in there and change it. So and
0: that's what you've been doing I'm ever trying. since, ever since you got into real estate. You're not just a realtor. You're not. Thank you. you actually stand out above everyone else that i've encountered i appreciate that and you haven't even paid me to say that so
1: (laughs) i haven't i (laughs) promise exactly
0: but but tell us a little about actually owning your own business how how did you get there
1: so this is the part i think which is most challenging that perfect example like we when we we're talking like real estate agents don't understand they're running their own business just because you're affiliated with Keller Williams or Coldwell whatever it is you're still an independent business owner
0: anyone that an is actually getting a 1099 at the end of the year let me repeat that one more time anyone that is getting a 1099 at the end of the year you are an independent business owner
1: period end of story and I really, really was shocked at how many people, like medical school doesn't teach you how to, maybe teach you how to practice medicine, does not teach you how to run a medical office. Oh, God, no. Law school, same thing with lawyers, same thing with realtors. It's a really interesting dynamic when you think about it because the education component is so missing there. So they fall out and you get maybe a great practitioner, but you don't, they don't know how to run a business and it fails. So with me, I always had a strong front for marketing, developing relationships with people, making sure there was reciprocity, those types of things in business that people don't pay attention to. They just think things are going to drop in their lap. It doesn't work that way. You've got to prove yourself, first of all, professionally. There's no such thing as, oh, okay, let, let's just refer to X, Y, Z. When you're running a business, you've got to run your business like a business person. That's what I love about your book and the stuff that we've talked about in the past. I don't think many people understand running a business takes more than just showing up every day. That's an important component. So
0: you're saying that if if a business owner out there is listening to us right now and their strategy is to hope and pray that they get business, that's not going to work? No,
1: it's not going to work. They're going to be praying. You can pray.
0: Own owning, you owning your business ho- for fifteen years, hoping and praying, isn't a strategy. No,
1: it's not a strategy <laughs> at all. Thank God it's never been one, because that would be not that you don't pray and hope. Oh, not at all. Say, No, is no, good. I just say no. I'm, but I'm just saying, it really yes. takes a lot of forward-thinking effort, movement on the business owner's part, and surrounding yourself with people that are going to prop you up as well
0: yes we're, we're going to actually get into that okay. right now okay. but before we do business owners are probably thinking but well, what is the very first step that i need to take in order for me to actually know whether a business actually going into business for myself is the right thing and you ask me well what is the first thing kelly
1: well what is the first thing kelly <laughs>
0: Fancy you asked me that, Brian. I've got an answer for I you. Really, yeah, it has you. to be, you have to have a plan. In anything that I, you do in life, you're a big proponent of it. You need a plan. You do. And if you're going to go into business, you need a business plan.
1: And shockingly enough, and we've talked about it a million times, and business owners that are listening to this, take my advice, learn from Papa here. <laughs> Get a business plan from the ground up, from day one up. While you're planning your business, you don't get the business plan after you open your door. Start your business plan ahead of time. Uh, So that you know that you have a viable business and a roadmap of where you're headed, a roadmap of how your business is going to develop, the roadmap, the life cycles of the business like that you're always talking about. It's not a stagnant process. And I think a lot of people think, all right, it's October and November. Let me do my business plan, grabs out a piece of paper, lists their five goals and are done. That is not a business plan. This should
0: be the most exciting part of your business is actually sitting down and going through your business and planning it. Clients change, goals change, avenues change, Correct. your competitors change,
1: everything changes. So,
0: your business plan should be fluid, just like your business, but it keeps you on track. Absolutely. Going back to creating business relationships during your 15 plus years of being a business owner, what integral business relationships would you say, Brian, are a must have for business owners?
1: I and even the law offices. I was the front person for the business, bringing it in. So key component number one as a business owner is the capacity to attract business. How does that happen? Well, surrounding yourself with the right people or you having the right connections, et cetera. But there, there's a lot, it's not all textbook. I think the problem is people wanna make business and business plans, that's why I love you so much because you, you're so real about the life cycle of the business, the business plan. People don't seem to understand that it's so much beyond that. It it really is. So as a business owner, to me, relationship-wise, you want to make sure that you're out networking, doing the right things, even even maybe before you open your business. Start fishing out there and test the waters. Make sure, like, hey, this actually is going to be a viable business. Hey, I do have a demographic of clients that I can pull from, but I'm a big proponent of networking and a big proponent of making yourself known invisible. And if you're going to start a business and you're not going to do those things, you've got a problem.
0: Just as I've gone down this road as well, I've been in law for probably just over 15 years now. I've had my own practice for about 8 years. And just like you, I was excited to to go out there and build a business and chasing, you know, business if you will. Yes. But without a plan, you're lost. You don't know which pond to fish in. There are multiple ponds out there. You could be wasted. As a business owner, one thing you don't have is time and money to waste.
1: Yes. You don't. And so if
0: you don't know where you're going to be fishing, sit back, get an actual business plan, and figure out where your clients are. That's that's a huge lesson that I learned as I was building my practice. I
1: agree. And one of my biggest lessons was not having a business plan. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but you know, I'll be forthright about it. Not ha- getting, a, yes, having the one page. These are the goals for the next year. The, that's nonsense. That, I'm not saying you don't need all of those things, but you have got to dig a little deeper, and you have to have bigger vision. You cannot have tunnel vision on just like six months, mu- like you say. Oh, it's a dynamic business plan. It's fluid. It's changing. It's it it it's a living, breathing document, if you will. So I think the biggest thing that happens with a lot of business owners they get stuck in don't worry about the network or any of that part they get stuck in like the cash to start opening an office like they get ahead of themselves like they're opening an office they're hiring an employee i didn't hire an assistant until i'd been in business four or five years yes i had peripheral people to assist but not a full-time assistant that's another huge thing you can't spread yourself too thin as a business owner either and as a new business owner i'm telling you now read (laughs) kelly's book get with kelly and do a business plan and i'm not just saying that because i'm here on the show i believe that just like i am with our office Mm -hmm. she's kelly's had the pleasure of coming down to our office and really wowing people i have heard from almost every single person that got your book and was like I'm not running a business. But I am running a business. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> good for you. Me? Good yeah. for you. And so that this is really impactful and I want people to think about that. It, it's a it's a big darn deal. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. There's a lot to success and the biggest thing is having a plan. But that plan doesn't mean your hands are tied. That's why I like how you say it's fluids. Mm-hmm. Not stagnant, like I was saying, it's mm-hmm. fluid. So anyway.
0: exactly. And then so going back to building a successful business, you can. There's only so much that you can do by yourself. Correct. You and I have done it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we I I brought that up for sure.
0: And at, at a time, you really have to start building other little Brian's and other little Kelly's that can step in and help you become successful. Leverage. So, in your field of work, you really. The first and foremost, I guess it would apply to both of us. We need to build trust.
1: Correct. Absolutely.
0: So how did you start building trust in your business when you first started?
1: I tend to be a trusting guy. However, in real estate, true, true. I do, but in real estate, you will learn the hard way. Not everybody always tells the truth in any business I, coming from law That's to real estate. Brain. I know, isn't it? Oh my it? goodness. You know, and no matter how much you tell them, you have attorney client privilege or I'm your agent. Don't worry. You tell me everything It stays between us, whether it be the employee, whether it be a client, you've got to build trust. You have to show loyalty. You, you really do. One time is all it takes to burn somebody. And you can burn your whole reputation. Absolutely. I'm very mindful of that fact. And very goes, mindful of it that It goes fact. both ways as Absolutely. well. It goes
0: both ways. And, and what you do constantly is you're a giver. That's what you do first. You give. And then when you build that relationship with someone, they automatically refer you. And it's so easy to do that. But because this show today is focused on building business relationships, the trust factor is huge. Create that trust factor and the barrier, if you will, um, a bridge, if you will, with people that are going to refer you, people that you can actually help. It doesn't mean that, okay, I'm an attorney and the only thing that I can help you with is legal. Right. In fact, my clients even come to me and say, Kelly, do you know a great window cleaner? Of course I do.
1: Right. Yes. Why do they ask me? Because
0: that's got nothing to do with law. It's no, got nothing to do with law. But my clients, they trust me that much. They ask me for referrals. So it's not just within the legal industry I need to build trust. Like yourself, it's not just within the real estate industry you need to build trust. You become that trusted advisor. And that's what business owners, I don't care what business you're in, you need to start focusing on how you build trust with everyone that's out there that can help you build your business.
1: A good thing that I did early on, if you were a new business owner and thinking about where do I plant my seed, there's a lot of business networking groups that are out there. That's a really good thing to do. It will show you reciprocity. It will put you outside of your comfort zone. You won't just be with other lawyers. You won't just be with other real estate agents. Speaking of our professions... But you'll be exposed to a wealth of other people, and you will start to build credibility and trust with people in other professions. Then you start to cross-refer. Then your business starts to build up. But remember this, if you're going to be part of that network, no matter what network it is, I don't care what they call it, I don't care if it's your own network, all you have to do is burn somebody once or twice to have everything topple, or get with the wrong person that you're referring and guess who it refers back on you
0: exactly i mean
1: making a referral is the i hate when i see it like i feel like people are dumbing it down sometimes like receiving a referral is the highest compliment i can get it is it absolutely is but at the same time i don't like it being dismissive like it's in every email signature it's like okay we get that it's like, do you have to ask for that in every single email? I also think there's a way when you're building a business relationship of having respect for others and the way you deal with other people and you don't always have to be clobbering people over the head. Like, I'm a real estate agent. Do you know anyone who wants to buy or sell? Do you know anyone who wants to buy or sell? Do you know anyone who wants to buy yourself? And that's what I see real estate agents doing all that's the time, huge all portal. day long. Huge it's a, a turn off totally. It's a, to return, I always think if it would turn me off, what would it do to everybody else? Probably turn them off. It's kind of like the agents that would get on and they like get on the phone and they like cold call. That's not me. I'm not that guy. Um, But uh, I know how I feel when I'm at the house and I get phone calls like that. I'm not saying that every business that that may not be appropriate for. But you got to really think building trust is key. And beating someone up on the phone telemarketing or whatever you want to call that is not building trust no i think you need to back up and look bigger
0: picture exactly i want to share a quick story with you about a particular realtor that um, came across my path (laughs) several years ago the inventory and you can speak more to this the inventory was low Mm -hmm. so when people say inventory is low what does that mean in your world
1: it means that the supply is not meeting the demand.
0: Exactly. And so as a homeowner, I was I was approached by a particular realtor. Uh-huh. And she was basically saying, well, this is a great time for you to sell your house. I'm not interested in selling. But the inventory is really low and you should really sell your house. She has no idea who I am, right. what my background is, where I come from, where I want to go. And that was... The biggest, biggest turnoff that I could have ever experienced with a realtor. So that being said, I've had my share, if you will, of <laughs> not so pleasant experiences. <laughs> Many. But when I met you, Brian, yes, when I met you, you just blew me out of the water. And, and by the way, I am an attorney and I don't get blown away right. fairly quickly. Thank you. But when I met you, it was an instant connection. So you actually exude trust. You you really do. So that's why I really wanted you to be my very first guest and really share with the business owners that are listening because they want to be successful business. This show, by the way, is only for successful business owners. Yes.
1: There you go. And And, the most successful you're ever going to be is by staying transparent. That's another thing that business owners miss out on all the time. Be your authentic self. The more authentic, the more transparent, the more honest you are, the people will come to you. They will love you. They will work with you. If you think you have to be something that you're not, everyone can see it. Just know that. Then then get get out of of town. Yeah, leave. leave. Just close the business because it won't sustain itself. Exactly. It It will not. Exactly.
0: Fantastic. Was there anything else that you could, a a little bit of wisdom that you could share with our listeners as far as becoming a successful business owner?
1: I think a lot of people think you have to buy buy to be a successful business owner. You do not have to buy your way in to be successful at anything. You have to be a hard worker, you have to be dedicated, and keep going back to being transparent and honest. But it's so true because it's so lacking in this society. I don't care what the profession is. Even at a recent second opinion doctor appointment, they were so shut down and so rude, and it was really apparent that what the doctor wanted to do was throw me in their stem cell study. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got all the research, got second opinions. They were like, you're not a candidate for this. So this doctor who has a very good reputation now with me, who I've touted everywhere, like he's top guy in in the entire country, which he is, it's really made me stand back and take pause because it was his study, his people, his thing. If you look at the results of other studies, I would absolutely never be a candidate. So just be transparent with your people, just be honest with them and don't try to use others to leverage your business. You're not being real. People are going to see it and you're just get on the ship and sail away now. It'll happen. It'll happen.
0: Yeah, that's true. And especially the way businesses are changing now. Yeah. They have become a lot more personable. They it's more based on personal relationships. And it's not you know, pick up the yellow pages and call yeah. someone. You know, I, I can't remember the last time I saw the yellow pages. That's funny you said
1: that we just <laughs> talked about that last week. I asked somebody about white pages, and they were like, "Do those even exist anymore?" I'm like, "Oh, I really have a relic. I don't even know the last time I saw it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." But yeah. I guess everyone go online and look. Yes. But but building business relationships take more also than just phone calls or little notes. There's so many things you can do. But I say. Being authentic and also knowing your field don't try to get into a business that you don't know don't or if you're going to do that before you launch it, make sure you're really well versed in what you're getting ready to do and surround yourself with others that are successful in-
0: Absolutely. in that area so. absolutely, and the ones that are successful and and they're the ones that are willing to help you, yes, gravitate towards those. the ones that are not willing to help you run away from run
1: there. run, run as far run, as you can run totally <laughs> i agree totally
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: and and what we 're talking about is so doable, people make become, uh, there's nothing easy about being a business owner, but at the same time it's so doable if you you have your heart in it and your mind's in the right intent. You can, you'll can you be successful. Get with Kelly first. Get a business plan. <laughs> Follow it. Trust me. I am so, you know how hardcore I am about every, always, since we've connected, I've told every, I'll always bring, I cannot say enough good things. Because it really hit me too. Like the exit strategy part of the four parts of the life cycle of a business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That wasn't one of my strengths that I was looking at. Be honest. But I just want you to know that you bring out really start to finish. You're not going anywhere. You'll nope, be there to help nope, the people, absolutely. which is what I love about that. Other attorneys would create a business plan and be gone in absentia.
0: The the beauty about the, the business plan, too, it's not just something that I've created. This has actually been tested and proven and I've raised millions of dollars for clients through this plan. But that being said, one last thing I'd like to share with you, Brian, is that personally, when I feel a... Business owner needs to connect with somebody else, depending on the level of connection what I will do I will actually set up a lunch between the two. I will host the lunch and I'll make sure that they connect that's the best way for yep. you to connect with someone it's it's invaluable it is and but. so for business owners out there that are listening to us and thinking about well, well what do we do how do we how do we connect people together the more you give the more you give I sit down everybody has to eat eat so why don't you set up a lunch and, and host the lunch and get to know have have the two parties get to know each other and not only do you build extra credibility but your character just stands out from the rest of them. It's not just an email introduction. It's not just, oh, so-and-so will call you. Right. When, when have you had all that there, one? No. Oh, so-and-so is selling the house and they'll right. call you. Right, No,
1: no, no. That no.
0: is, that is by the way, people, if you're listening out there, that is not an introduction. No. Please, please don't do that to yourselves.
1: It's not. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's absolutely true. And if I'm going to meet somebody and we're going to have lunch, which is very important. If you're a business owner, I don't care what your business is, and you're going to make a relationship for somebody... Make the relationship. Don't sit there and tell them, I've sold 7,000 houses in two years. That's why you should use me. Learn about your target audience, the person you're talking to. Of course, the professional stuff will come up, but there's nothing like that personal interaction. And I am so hardcore about, I will never sit at a table with somebody I first meet. Never, never, ever. And first thing I start talking about is real estate. It's, no, I mm-hmm. want to know about them first so that then I can decide and hey, yes, this would be a good fit. Hey, yes, here's a plan. Maybe it's not today, maybe it's five months from now, but we're going to stay in touch and we're going to nurture those people. Just remember, as a business owner, especially, you should always be doing it. But as a new business owner, and be, I'm 15 years later still doing it. So I'm not discounting, but I'm saying as a new business owner, especially, Get out there and network. Make the relationships. Let people know who you are on the inside and what you do on the outside will shine.
0: Yes, it will. Thank you so much, Brian. Of course, that, thank was you. Was anything else that you'd like to share with us? Any exciting news coming up?
1: Well, I'm just excited to have been here today. Thank you very <laughs> much for having me. And I would say that for people that are thinking about real estate, there is probably a shift happening in San Diego. So we will talk more about that on our stuff but really seriously there is a little shift I see it and these are the signs people ignore in our profession yes and a year from now people are going to say what happened I didn't see that coming listen to me this is part of being a business owner who's paying attention to their business and thank you all for listening and thank you for having me my love it has been
0: such a pleasure such a pleasure and for for you to share some time with us it's um it's incredibly giving. Thank you very much. Brian. Oh, you're welcome. Always. And again, for people that are out there, you you know you're going to encounter all different types of real estate agents, <laughs> and the one thing that you really want to put your trust into is longevity. Don't just pick an agent that has just taken the test and they're out there for a listing. You need to create a relationship like with anything in your business. Relationships come first. The business will follow. Trust me on that one. So Brian has been around with the Geraghty Group and Keller Williams for over 15 years right here in San Diego. Yep. I could not highly recommend you a uh, you know, and, and again, I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. Thank hint, you. hint, hint, oh, boy. I like it.
1: I, 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 oh, my goodness. I got to get back in. right or a check. No, I'm too
0: <laughs> Exactly. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And it has been such a pleasure. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. Again, it has been a pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success. Cheers. <laughs>